On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC. Redesign your organisation. Reinvent your capabilities. Reimagine your future. On News Talk. Last night, uh, in emphatic style, it must be said, Ireland beat Scotland at the Rugby World Cup to book a place in the quarterfinals against New Zealand. And uh, joining us from Paris is Ashling O'Reilly. Ashling, I can't just introduce you as Ashling O'Reilly from off the ball anymore. It's now Ashling O'Reilly, the silver award winning <laughs> second best sports broadcaster in the country, coming only second to some guy called Joe Malloy. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of him. Congratulations. <laughs> I hope you celebrated anyway. on Friday. <laughs> Oh, wow, Sean. Thanks so much. Yeah, um, gobsmacked. I absolutely was. But uh, yes, I'll absolutely take it to, to Joe Malloy. <laughs> that is uh, something else. It was really a big shock, but uh, I was annoyed to, to be missing it. But I suppose the, the Rugby World Cup and seeing Ireland get that fantastic win last night, it was it was well worth being here. Yeah, look, thoroughly well deserved. And I hope you got your own celebrations as well. But what were the celebrations like after the, the, the moon at the Stade de France last night? Oh, what an atmosphere, you know, what a performance and and what a team. It really was just incredible. It's definitely an experience I won't be forgetting anytime soon. You know, the Irish fans, the the 60,000 of them that I believe were here were just amazing. And no doubt the team fed off throughout the game with their performance. You could see it really lifted them. And that was really spoke about afterwards. You know, Andy Farrell always turns to the fans and he says, you know, you really don't realise what this means for us to, to have you all here. And he's constantly sort of asking about figures back home and how many people are tuning in. And, you know, he really feels like there's so many more people that are jumping on this bandwagon and it's great. You know, you can really see everybody is getting behind them. And yeah, it's exciting times. We've, I feel like after the game and the performance, everybody sort of was looking at themselves in the press box saying this, this could be it. Mm. Well, that what would the players say? I know you spoke to Johnny Sex and, uh, and others post-match because look we've been here before we've topped pools before we've gotten very excited uh, we've got New Zealand in the quarterfinals obviously of course uh, and Ashling's line has just dropped there as you might have heard that a little bit of noise so we're going to get her back obviously 36-14 was the final score Hugo Keenan getting two tries uh, and Ashling I believe you're back on the line there so you spoke to some of them after the match were they getting carried away with themselves a small bit or is there very much a, a realism that look We've been here before and we still have to, you know, we have to go a long way to get the distance. Yeah, there's definitely an excitement building, you know, straight away. That probably was the talk after the game. You know, it's, it's New Zealand now, quarter final. Johnny Sexton mentioned in, in the, the post-match press conference that he's heard the All Blacks are saying that they're out to get revenge over Ireland for this series win um, back, you know, in November a few years back. So they, they definitely know what they're up against. But they have a, a quiet confidence about them in a good way, I believe. You know, they've worked a lot on the psychological side of the game and, you know, Caelan Doris, even speaking to him after he's smiling ear to ear, saying, like, he cannot wait for this. Yes, there's a pressure, but this is where they want to be and, and they need to embrace it. And Andy Farrell said, if we can't get excited for this, what can we get excited for? So, yeah, they, they are quietly confident, but they're coming up against New Zealand, the All Blacks. It's not going to be an easy game. Um, so, yeah, they, they definitely are looking forward to it. But I think most of all, they're just really, really enjoying this. And I think that translates onto the pitch. Anytime you're around them, they're having a laugh, a joke, which is so refreshing to see. You know, a World Cup is a long time away from home and to be constantly getting good performances. I think you need to be in a good place yourself. And it really seems that this team, they, they love being around each other. Mm. Talk to us then about the injuries. We saw a few concerns. Uh, James Lowe, Hugo Keenan, Tyke Furlong all going off at different points. Do we, do we know more on them today? 
Yeah, so um, Mac Hansen, yeah, we've seen he came on and off yesterday. So he had passed the HIA, he returned to play, but then only for his calf to go. So at the minute, it, it, we're unsure how much of a concern it is. But uh, they, they said they'll let us know in the next few days. But it is definitely a concern. James Lowe, we saw he took a bang to the eye. He may be struggling for this weekend. Um, it also emerged then this morning that Keith Earls also has a hamstring strain. So he and Robbie Henshaw are going to be doing some running today to to sort of make a decision on their fitness. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of injuries in one area. So we could maybe see Jimmy O'Brien. He could be making his, his World Cup debut. And also the other big concern then is James Ryan. So he did have a bit of a wrist injury throughout the week and it looks like uh, he got another knock on it last night. So he is a big concern. Um, but Ty Furlong, that was someone else that was being mentioned. He looks like he could be good to go for the weekend. Okay, yeah, that could be a tough one in the back three because if you look even at people to call up, Jacob Stockdale injured, Andrew Conway is a, is out. So you're you're mm, maybe running a bit three, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, a bit thin rather, hopefully we'll get good news on that. Uh, Piero Manny, what a fantastic occasion to make your, your 100th cap and there's beautiful photos of him on the front pages of the, the papers today with his son uh, just a, a wonderful occasion you sensed he got the love from the crowd when he came off too yeah a special player you know what a night for his 100 cap and seeing him out there with his kids on the pitch after you know it definitely what it's all about and his performance his leadership you know some of the crucial tackles that he made you know, we always talk about Peter O'Mahony that he's this big game player, but he really always steps up on the big occasions. He never shies away. We we saw that yesterday. There was a there was a bit of a um, handbags going on at the start of the second half with with Johnny Sexton, and he was straight over. You know. To, to be there and to make sure that uh, you know he, he was defending his players he's someone you definitely would want on your team and that's exactly what the players always say about him and yeah he's constantly putting in these great performances so hopefully that continues for him but a, a very very special night for him Looking ahead then to next week as we always have to do Shane Horgan was saying last night on Virgin Media uh, you know if not now when and is there kind <laughs> of a sense of that yeah, there definitely is. I've heard that so many times and I do believe it. I I do believe this is the best Ireland team we've ever had. We've players like Johnny Sexton that we may never see come around again. Um, 38 years of age, his fourth World Cup, completely leading the team from the way he acts to his performances. It is a special group. It feels like there's something brewing, even when I'm speaking to the fans before and after the game. They all bring that up that you know, there's something different about this team. It feels different. So hopefully that is the case. Look, Andy Farrell, he's not getting too ahead of himself. He said he's really just enjoying this journey. You know, the lads are in a good place themselves. They they take every opportunity they can get and they're all willing each other on, which is so good to hear. Sometimes when you hear different players say, you know, someone's starting ahead of them, but look, that's that's just sport. Um, you know, they, they don't feel frustrated by it. This team, they actually do feel like they're willing each other on, that if someone starts ahead of them, it's okay, it's for the team. And I do believe it when sometimes you, you mightn't always believe it when a player says that. Mm. They are just um, one big family, as they keep saying. And, and yeah, I do think there's there, there's big things to come for this team. But a, a quarter final against the All Blacks, you know, it's unfortunate that all these big teams are, are going to come up against each other on the one side of the group. So yeah, it's going to be a big task. But uh, I think they're, they're well able for it. Yeah, especially when you see the way the All Blacks made absolute mincemeat of Italy. But then France also made mincemeat of Italy, and Italy ran them very close in the in the Six Nations. So you just wonder how good were Italy, and how it's kind of hard to put a 
a, a place on how good the All Blacks have been after the last few games. Ashing O'Reilly in Paris anyway, we're going to hear uh, plenty more from you hopefully throughout the next few weeks and not just next week. Um, but thanks many for joining us on the record. On the record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Redesign your organisation. Reinvent your capabilities. Reimagine your future. On News Talk.